What's up, yo guys? Welcome back to another episode of Learn to Learn with Reka and L. And I missed this. I missed the set, the vibe, and everything here in our podcast. And so I am really excited for today's episode because it has been a while since we last uploaded an episode in our podcast. Yes, indeed, it feels overwhelming to be back in our Learn to Learn show and. You know, I am glad we finally have the time to sit down and just do this again despite our hectic schedule. Yeah, and it's like episode what? 11, right? That's right. Wow, it's that long already. I wasn't expecting that we would come this far and publish this episode. You know, I think today's episode would be very, very interesting as this is our first time to talk about one of the historical places in the Philippines, right? And it seems a really controversial and bygone romanticized in our country. Talking about historical places, the Philippines has long been considered a top tourist destination by people all over the world. However, it also has a rich culture and history that everyone will find interesting. I totally agree. And I remember when I was in 8th grade that some historical places that we see come with unfold stories. Stories that weren't even disclosed but still are part of our history. Indeed, there are actually more stories that we ought to have missed. But now, finally, we have the opportunity to talk and review the Chronicles of Shrine. Yes, our very own Shrine. Not to mention, I was surprised that it's just located in Lapu-Lapu City where my place is near at, but I, ha- I haven't been... I haven't been there. How about you, Rekka? Have you been there or have you seen the beautiful monument? Yes, I did. Actually, every educational trip of our school, the Makan Shrine would be listed as one of our itinerary. Perhaps I wasn't that fascinated about it, but then I have become familiar with the monument's origin. Wow, so... Can you still recall or share with us some of its stories, just as far as you can remember? All right. Um, well, in 1969, the shrine was established to honor Raja Lapu-Lapu, the native chieftain of Mactan Island who defeated Ferdinand Magellan during the historic Battle of Mactan in 1521. And now the monument stands tall in the island of Mactan today, symbolizing the country's first successful resistance to Spanish colonization. Mind if you describe the monument or what was it like in person? The monument? Uh, the monument, in fact, it contains two important shrines, the Lapu-Lapu Shrine and the Magellan Shrine. The Lapu-Lapu Shrine is a 20-meter bronze statue on top of a pedestal surrounded by a low-level fence and shows the Cebuano hero in his native costume with a sword on his right hand and a shield on his left. One fun fact also was that it was said to be on the exact spot where the battle was fought and where Magellan was killed. 
while meters away from Lapu-Lapu Shrine was the Magellan Monument, which was built in 1866 by the Spanish colonial rulers of the Philippines. The monument was raised to Ferdinand Magellan, who was the Portuguese navigator who commanded the Spanish fleet sent out by the Spanish King Charles I in 1519 to find a western sea route to Asia and the spices, such as nutmeg and cloves that the spice islands produced. You could also see the paintings and plagues about the battle, especially the so-called Magellan Marker erected in 1941 by the National Historical Institute. It was constructed of marble and has two plagues, which I think just describe the two monuments. And also with some of the research that I did was that annually during the anniversary of the Battle of Mactan, the park hosts the Kadaugan sa Mactan. It's like a reenactment of the epic battle, which is in the month of April. Yes, I have also witnessed the reenactment, but that was just once as it was for a group project that we need to watch and have it documented. Wow, do you still have it? It would have been an honor to have witnessed it personally. No, I do not have any of it because my groupmate was the one who had a camera back then. So basically, I was just one of the audience. But I hope we could watch it together next time. Yes, I would love to. So going back to the reenactment or the Kadaugan Samaktan, what was the real story behind the battle? Uh, the battle, to be concise, the Battle of Mactan was the first great battle of the colonial era in the Phil- Pacific, sorry, the Pacific, taking place barely three decades after Columbus discovered America. It was also one of the very few times in which the native forces successfully drove off the European invaders. The battle made the Philippine leader Lapu-Lapu a national hero. And in addition to being a rare defeat for the Europeans during the 16th century, the Battle of Mactan was also famous as the engagement in which Ferdinand Magellan, the famous Spanish explorer and naval commander, was killed. The battle was ferocious indeed. It really is a fascinating story given that the Battle of Mactan took place to where we can go and pass by. And knowing this story, it is a great privilege for us to be living in liberty and freedom because of Lapu-Lapu, who fought for what belongs to us. Moving forward, let me ask you this one question. I bet our listeners would also want to ask. Oh, what could it be? What does it mean to be a historical place? I mean, what factors factors should be looked into for a place to be considered or to be called a historical place? Wow, you have a great starting question right there. Um, from what I've known, the only criteria the National Historical Commission of the Philippines set is the historical value of the place. Really? It's that simple. But wait, before talking about the criteria let me tell our listeners a little something about the national historical commission of the philippines just so they don't get left in the dark now nhcp is an agency that the government made to promote 
conserve and cultivate the his- the history of our country. It basically does research to look for significant sites, people, work that really contributed to our country's history. So they are the ones who made the guidelines and who analyze whether the place, site, work, or person fits the criteria. NHCP collaborates with national museums and other cultural agencies who, like them, recognize the structures, sites with historical value. So if, they, if what they found fits the criteria, it would then be enlisted in the National Registry of the Historic Sites and Structures in the Philippines. Yes, thank you for enlightening, Elle. Now going back, isn't it weird to have only one criteria in determining a historical place? It sounds so simple, right? But I'm sorry to burst your bubble, people. Despite only setting out one criteria, fitting into that criteria isn't that easy. For a place to be determined significant, first, the the site should have made or should lead to profound changes in the lives of the community, the country, or a considerable segment of our population. Next, the changes made should be durable and long-lasting. Third, whether it reveals something meaningful or important about our past, and lastly, if the site resonates or concerns us to this day. So what do you think, Al? Does Mactan Shrine fit all the requirements to be considered a site with historical value? Knowing Mactan Shrine is one of the historical places of our country, then obviously it fits everything just right. But how about we try to redetermine its historical value to understand better the reason why the shrine is a historical site. Let's start with finding out the profound changes that happen in the shrine. So what exactly happened at the historic site? Of course, the Battle of Mactan, right? But what specific changes did the Battle of Mactan bring in our country? The arrival of Magellan in the island started the colonization of the Spaniards in our country and the Battle of Mactan was the first time we fought against our colonizers and even won. Now, Lapu-Lapu, the chieftain who led the troops that fought against the troops of Magellan, is also considered a hero. He showed and proved not only to our colonizers but also to us that we can lead our lives on our own, that we don't live for them and definitely not obliged to follow everything they tell us to do. Indeed. Also, our people used to feel like they have to follow what the conquerors would want them to do. Our people weren't aware of the power they have and blindly followed and believed everything the Spaniards told them. In other words, our people had a backbone but they were not aware of it until the bravery of Lapu-Lapu made them realize they had won. Exactly. So basically, the Battle of Mactan showed us our individuality different from what our conquerors say we should be. And of course, the bravery of Dato Lapu-Lapu that showed us how we have a voice and a right to fight for what we believe in. Resulting to Mactan Shrine was then built to commemorate the historic Battle of Mactan and the bravery Lapu-Lapu showed. Can you imagine what would be with what would we be like if that battle didn't happen? I mean, if Lapu-Lapu didn't take the courage and be brave enough, then maybe would 
we would all still be blind followers of the Spaniards and we won't even know what bravery is or how much it means to be brave when a situation falls. Without Lapu-Lapu, we might still be unaware of our individuality or we don't know. There might be someone else who would show us what bravery is, although not as early as how Lapu-Lapu made us realize it, but still, it's something we will never know. All we can say right now is thank God for giving us a great and brave chieftain. Right. Thank God. (laughs) Okay, next. Let's try and think if the changes it made was durable or long-lasting. The right question for this part is, is our bravery for the country still alive? Or do we still have our sense of individuality? Right now, I can say... I can say we still we still do have it, but it is slowly fading and it isn't as strong already. What about you? Taking into consideration everything that has changed over time and everything we are now, do you still do you think we still have it? Well, I can say the same as you. We do still have our individuality, and it shows with how we have our own government now, how we lead our country by ourselves, but we can't turn blind eye to what is clear that although we have our freedom, in a sense, we are still locked up in all the influence of our conquerors and that there are times when we fully get into their influence. But the good thing is that we know now when to fight and when to be brave. We know we are brave, we can stand on our own, that we have a country to believe in, to protect, and to fight for. That when a situation calls, we become brave for our country. So I guess it is just safe to say that the change commemorated by the shrine is durable or long-lasting. I also have to point out that it has been 500 years since that change. And until now, it is still one of the most useful things we have come to know. 500 years is a really long time, right? And is more than enough for us to say that the change it brought is durable. Moreover, unto the next requirement, let us determine whether the shrine reveals something meaningful about our past. Well, obviously it does. When we hear someone talk about Maktan Shrine, the first thing that comes to our, to our mind is the Battle of Maktan. And as what we've discussed earlier, everything that transpired at that day was really important in our, our history because not only did it bring changes that greatly helped us to reach where we are today. Also, the shrine commemorates the first time we ever fought and won against our conquerors. The first time we knew about bravery and the great results it gives. Now, we are down to our last requirement. Does the shrine resonate or concern us to this day? Well, for me, yes. It still concerns us and it will always concern us unless we are sure no other country will try to control or colonize us, whether it be through influence or just really straight-up control us, only then we can say it doesn't concern us anymore. Truly, I think it concerns us even more now than ever because for us who wasn't able to experience how it was to live in our country being enslaved by another country, 
we do not feel the importance of bravely and courageously fighting for our country and our individuality as much as the people who even risk their life to fight for it. The thing is that the shrine keeps us, keeps the generation or the new generation aware of the things our ancestors did. It makes us strongly feel the importance of what we are freely enjoying now. It reminds us to treasure, protect, and never let the efforts and learnings our ancestor gave be forgotten and put in vain. As a Gen Z myself, I can really say that the shrine, if the shrine isn't there, I am sure I wouldn't know anything about Lapu-Lapu or even more so the Battle of Mactan. And now, realizing how the shrine helped me learn something very important from our country's history, it makes me want to be aware of how it is taken care of today. I actually looked it up on the internet and I saw that it has just been improved before they celebrated the 500-year anniversary of the Battle of Mactan. Talking about the anniversary, they just celebrated it last month and I can say they really had a blast. It is nice to think that even with everything that has changed because of the pandemic, they still found ways to celebrate and commemorate the famous battle. I know, right? I honestly want to try joining the celebration because I heard that, that they do it every year during the month of April. And I heard their celebration is always fun because it is considered as one of the biggest events in Lapu-Lapu City. Yes, it is indeed the biggest event in Lapu-Lapu. Pre-pandemic, they had week-long celebrations and ended it always with the reenactment of the battle and a street party. Wow, that sounds so fun. Let's try it some other time when this pandemic ends, okay? Sure, I'm completely down for it. So I guess this is the end of our Learn to Learn Talk episode 11. I hope you guys learned a thing or two. This is your Chikadoran friends, L. And Rekka, see you in our next episode. Have a good day. Bye! Bye.